The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row. However you may be listening... Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We're glad you're here to find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Happy holidays, everybody. Jeff Nicole, back with you once again. Hello! We have returned from our vacation, and I think I speak for both of us when it I say it far exceeded our expectations. Would you say that? Or maybe it was just like me because well, it was my first time cruising. Uh, okay, Here, here's here's how I put it, mm-hmm. folks. I've created a monster. Yes. Th- this this is exactly what has happened. Okay, so it met my expectations. It didn't far exceed it. I've I've been cruising before, never done royal, so I, I was very impressed, very happy. But what I was most happy about was seeing you experience it for the first time. I'm obsessed. You know. You know, there are people with um, addictive personalities. And I don't think I have an addictive personality. I would say I err on the side of obsessive. Where, like, if I get really excited about something, I like get really into it. Like I want to research it. I want to know all the things I want to do it again. I want to experience everything. I want to know the tips and tricks. Like, I'm, yeah, like, of course. Okay. I, I could yeah. dive into it. Yeah. Um, and I really, I, I think I'm, I think I was shocked and surprised how much I enjoyed myself and like how much I relaxed like, I think that was just the thing I kept repeating that I was like, oh, my God, I'm so relaxed. Like, my body is so relaxed. My mind is so relaxed. Like, I needed that. And I don't know. I do not know the last time I relaxed like that. I well, I, th- I think that um, it took you a couple days. Yeah, I would say it took a couple days for you to fully, like, get into, like, cruise mode of not having to worry about what's going on at home, not having to worry about X, Y, and Z or anything else. And and literally, we we disconnected from everything. Mm-hmm. We did not have an internet package on board. There was one day where we did have access, you know, to our mobile devices and was able to check a few things, check on the dogs and stuff like that. Other than that, we had, you know, no connection with the outside world. 
we went to bed when we wanted to. We slept in when we wanted to. And we had dinner. We sat by the pool. We read our books and and just disconnected. And, and I think that is what you needed the most mm-hmm. was that disconnect of not having to worry about any of those things. This year has just been kind of like a roller coaster. And I think... I was getting to a point where this like stress was starting to affect me physically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more than mentally, more than yeah. emotionally. Like I, I was starting to show physical symptoms of stress, um, and that's just beyond not healthy. Oh no, so, yeah, I agree. I agree totally. It was it was much much needed, and now I'm like I want more. <laughs> I'm like I want more. I want to do that again. I want to relax like that again. I want to be able to check out like that again. And it's not that I can't do that. Like I can't unplug at home. It's just not the same. Well, the the whole thing of our entire vacation was it not being Disney. It, it was such a huge part of it because. Whenever we go to the parks, even though, yes, we are having a great time and we're enjoying things and everything else, you know, it's still kind of work in a Mm -hmm. way. And being on a non-Disney cruise, we did not feel the need to consistently, and I'll talk about this when we talk about our time in the parks, have our phones in our hands and be looking down at it, taking pictures of stuff, posting on Instagram, posting on Facebook, you know, all these uh, different things. You just don't feel the need to do it when you disconnect like that. Right. And it was so important. It was just so important. I wasn't worried about what Disney news was coming out. Mm-mm. I was not worried about, you know, how a price increase is going to affect X, Y, and Z on so many other different. I, I worried about absolutely nothing. And it was awesome. It was great. It was just, <laughs> it just was so good. Fabulous. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, uh, sorry, compare Royal Cruise Line to Disney Cruise Line. Never done Disney before. I've done Carnival before. Uh, Royal is by far better than Carnival. I will say that 100%. Right. Um, and I'm sure a Disney Cruise is, is a different feel. But we needed that time. Yeah. We just needed that time for to have nothing to do with Disney whatsoever. Except for one part where we did do Disney music trivia while on board. And and we'll talk about that in yeah. a second as far as the things that you enjoyed the most. Um, so there was one little part of Disney that was involved. But So uh, l- tell them, you know, a little bit about our itinerary, you know, as far as our cruise. Ah, uh, yes. So we cruised out of Port Canaveral. Um, we cruised Royal Caribbean on the Mariner of the Seas, and we did a five-night sailing. We had, we boarded the ship. We had a day at sea. We stopped in Cozumel, Mexico. We had another day at sea. And then we stopped at Perfect Day at Coco Cay, which is Royal Caribbean's private island. And then we came back to Orlando. And I, and I think Jeff too, we really liked the schedule of that itinerary where we had a day at sea and then a port and then a day at sea and then a port. That was really, really nice rather than like, Every day you got to get up, get off the ship. You got to worry about something else. You got to, where's our excursion? Where are we meeting? Do we, you know, like, where's the taxis? Like what? And just being able to like relax in between. And then, you know, the night before prepare for the port the next day or 
you know, you don't have to come back, unload your bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, change, make sure your swimsuit's dry, whatever, before you're doing it all again the next day. Yeah. Um, we had, like, yeah. swimsuits, like, hanging everywhere in our room, like, swim shirts, cover-ups, uh, yeah, like, yeah, just stuff trying yeah. to dry. Um, but, yeah, and so I really liked that itinerary. Um, I think our biggest takeaways for our next cruise are we want to do a longer sailing and a larger ship. And and she was pl- starting to plan this right before the show. Oh, yeah. She's I was like, like, oh, she sent me a, a text at work. She's like, so I think we need to do a land and sea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, which one, Royal or Disney? And then I got home. I said, you never answered my question. And you're like, I'm okay with Royal. I really liked Cruising Royal. Yeah. I, I liked that it wasn't Disney. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because it was something different. Like we, we've said, we've mentioned, you know, a couple of times before we went, this was our first trip together. Vacation. Not to visit family, not like an actual relaxing vacation. Yeah. yeah. Our first time doing that, that was not a Disney destination ever in the seven plus years we've been together. Felt a little weird at first, I will say. It was, it was nice. It was different, you know? Yeah. Um, and the other thing we learned was we did it backwards. Oh, totally backwards. So we did five nights on the ship and then we did three nights at Disney. So we did five days on the ship and then four days at Disney and like getting off the ship and being so relaxed and then being like, go, 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 go at the parks yeah. was the wrong way to do that. So next time we will do our days in Orlando at Disney first. And then when we're exhausted from being in the parks, instead of having to drive home 10 hours, we'll drive an hour and we'll get on the ship and we'll relax for five to seven days. And as much as I loved our port in uh, Coco Cay, Mm -hmm. which was very nice, and that is Royal's private island. Yeah, we had a great time. Had a great time there. Wonderful. Uh, We also did a nice relaxing day in Cozumel. It was not an excursion of... You know, riding around in jeeps or jet yeah. skis and <laughs> and and snorkeling and everything else. No, we chose an all-inclusive location uh, where it's an all-you-can-eat and all-you-can-drink uh, setting on the beach. Uh, it was very quiet. Uh, there were not any kids around. No crazy water slides and everything else. We just spent the entire day at this place having drinks, eating food. Getting into the pool, getting a drink, getting into the hot tub, getting a drink, going, getting out in the water for a little while, coming back, reading a little bit from our books. And it was just, it was just such a relaxing day, even though we had some internet connection, could check some things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Cozumel, I just didn't do it a lot. I didn't pick up my phone a lot. Someone told me yesterday, because they have the same um, all-inclusive booked in a couple months, and she told me that, that has, she was like, yeah, it has a limit of 130 people, so it's not very crowded. And I was like, I think we probably had 30. Yeah, I was going to say 30, 30 yeah. people out there. Yeah. I mean, maybe 30 yeah. people in the whole resort. And very they have quiet. a restaurant and a gift shop and a massage place and hammocks and palapas with chairs and a pool and a sundae. Yeah. Like, all of this space... And we had maybe 30 people in the entire resort. Like, so while everybody else was, you know, extreme fun, the Davises were just as chill as could be. <laughs> we had a grand time doing nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. I felt great. I got in the pool once 
and I got in the water, the ocean, like maybe twice. Otherwise, I literally just yeah, well, in she got into the water up to her knees. Oh, I yeah, I don't know that. if you classify that as getting in the water. I got in the pool, though. It was Isn't cold. It wasn't that cold. I got in the pool, though. Yes, you got in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was cold in Coco Cay. That's when I didn't get in. Oh, yeah. I got in in Cozumel. Yeah. But in the Bahamas, it was cold. You know, it was like nine in the morning and the water hadn't warmed up. It was chilly. I did not. I literally went in up to my knees and I was like, eh, I'm out. And I will say that even in Mexico and then in the Bahamas as well, that time of year, this time of year to cruise mm-hmm. is wonderful temperature wise. Yes. Because it's not too hot. It's not a lot of humidity. No, it's like the 80s. Yeah. It's still warm enough to get in the water and just sit out and enjoy it. I mean, that, it was, that was a, another great part about it. It was 80 here on like Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, couldn't exactly get in the water here, but I mean, just <laughs> it was still nice. But and and the ship itself, the Mariner of the Seas, it's it's, it's a fantastic ship. Yeah. Um, there's a couple things uh, I did not like. Like, why isn't pizza available 24-7? Why, why does it close? Yeah, it's, it closes <laughs> at three in the morning. Yeah, that doesn't work. Um, Some of the hours of the dining was weird. Yeah, that was kind of strange. Uh, a couple of times I, I just kind of shook my head on, on some of the dining things. Um, one funny thing that just cons- consistently happened every single day. So Royal is still very adamant about you keeping yourself sanitary and washing your hands and doing all this stuff. And before you go into the casual dining, uh, main dining area, where you just walk up buffet style and everything else, there's one of the... Uh, crew members standing there in the entranceway and he said you know, keeps telling people he's like washy washy no washy no foodie you know they watch it they have hand washing stations as you walk in right probably like 12 sinks yeah and everybody has to wash their hands before they can eat and this guy his one job his one job is just say washy washy no washy no foodie I mean, he's there every meal. Every meal. So everybody on the entire ship is all the time. You hear it all the time. Washy, 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 washy. You know, washy, yeah, people no just talking you know. about it. Yeah. Joking about it. Uh, great ship. It really was. Yeah, I liked it. You know, we found a couple of chairs that we loved over on the pool deck. And we sat and we read our books. Mm-hmm. Jeff got me a Kindle for my birthday. Yeah. Worked out perfectly. Just perfectly. Room was fine. Yeah, there was like a little mix up with our room. And I mean, we didn't have an issue with it. It, it is what it was. And, and we weren't hardly in it. Um, we did like come back to the room and relax a little bit before dinner. You know, like while I was in the shower, while Jeff was in the shower, whatever, we would just like hang out and relax. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a, a couch in our room plus our king size bed and like vanity area. So we had like ample space. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was fine. I didn't have a problem with the room at all. I felt like it was very clean. Yeah. I was almost like surprised at how clean, especially the bathroom. I, I think I was surprised how clean the entire ship was, to be yes, honest. It was. It's it. It's an older ship. Yeah. What do we say? It did it get re- redone and refitted in 2018. 20, right. Yeah. And, but it still looks, I mean, it doesn't look that old. It doesn't look outdated. It looks mm-hmm. modern. Yeah. Very modern. And it, yeah. it was, everything was clean, clean. Yeah. People cleaning constantly all over the place. And, and I, um, I, it was great. You know, even like, and it was getting ready to go into dry dock. Next in, month. No, the, this end month. Of, end of this month. Yeah. 
this month. So, you know, it was usually when that happens, it's because the ship is in disrepair, you know, and have, and it's not something that can be taken care of with general maintenance. It needs to go into dry dock and have some like real like repairs and updates. But I, I didn't feel like it was at that point at all. No, no, not at all. There was maybe some stuff like on the different, like lower decks, especially that needed to be repainted. But I mean, the the salt and the air and the water and everything is going to eat out away at it. It's not like it was, you know, messed up. It was just nature. Yeah, that's just the elements. That's what it is. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah. As far as you know, the scheduling went. I loved having that in between opportunity to just be on board and. And just rest in between ports. And it's not that we're not going to go on Disney Cruise Line. I think we will eventually go on it. But we're just really enjoying that disconnect and it not having to do with Disney, which appeals to us Mm -hmm. to be really be able to rest, which is so important. And that's why we're already in the process of getting ready to book another one. Yeah. So... Maybe a little farther out than like a month this time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I did. Um, we did have some friends that were trying to get us to go on a Disney cruise in like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Because there was like a really great <laughs> deal that came out. And I'm like, man, that's really tempting. Yeah. But I cannot get the time off of work. Yeah. I've got like a two week off period. I could have easily. Oh, know, yeah. You could have made it happen. I could have made it happen. It was but, like a seven yeah. night sailing. Yeah. Um. I know it's funny because it's the Pixar ones and they're like, oh, it's Pixar. I'm like, I know. Don't, <laughs> don't remind me. I want to go so bad. So we got done with that and uh, we got off the ship, drove from Port Canaveral back over to Orlando and uh, we spent a few days at the Walt Disney World Resort. Tell them about that. That was lovely as always. We were there for uh, my travel agency's um annual training weekend it's a lot of like just bonding and like getting to know like meet <laughs> meet people and bonding bonding <laughs> you know just spending time together and like building that camaraderie because we're spread out all across the country um you know a lot of people are up in the northeast and dc and new york and philadelphia and detroit and like chicago oh yeah a lot of chicago <laughs> but like all over and so um, you know, Florida and Mississippi and Louisiana and like just all over. So um, it was just really nice to get to see people that I haven't seen, you know, some of them since February, some of them since May. Um, and so it was just nice to like reconnect with people and just spend time with some of our favorite people yeah, sure. in our favorite place. Um, so we did a fireworks cruise to see Enchantment on Thursday night. Well, we went to dinner at Steakhouse 71. And then we did an Enchantment fireworks cruise um, Friday. Jeff and I at lunch at the Polynesian. It was fantastic. We had our favorite um, Thai sweet chili meatballs. So good. So good. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're delicious. Um, and then, you know, we did some resort tours. We went to um, the Wilderness Lodge, the Contemporary, and the Grand Floridian and did some resort tours, saw some rooms, um, and just kind of got a feel for some things that like maybe people weren't as familiar with about the resorts and really just getting to see, you know, when someone asks about the pools at the Wilderness Lodge, you really only see that one main pool outside the main building, but there's more over in Boulder Ridge, Copper Creek area. (laughs) 
um, of the resort and the restaurants and getting familiar with the different offerings and stuff like that. So it was just nice to see it in real life, like kind of like touch tangible, like where in proximity to the front desk is the restaurant or like if someone's there and you're like, yeah, if you head out behind the pool, you know, there's this awesome bar or like stuff like that. So that was really, really nice. And then after that Friday night, we did Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is always so much fun. Um, and I think our favorite part of the night, honestly, was the stage show. Right? Would you say that was your favorite part? Oh, boy. Favorite part? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the parade, it's the parade. Okay. Yeah. It It, it is what it has been for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's there's something about that stage show. I loved it. That, and, and I was talking with one of your coworkers about yeah. this during it, and and both of us kind of agreed, like this this is like the the caliber type of stage show that you would expect to see on Christmas morning on ABC mm-hmm. for the Walt Disney World Disneyland you know special that they have going on. That's the caliber show that you have for this year's very merry Christmas party. It is that good. It is really that good. I didn't enjoy the singer very much. Um, you guys kind of liked her. I, I did. I did not all that much, but the rest of it was great. It was just. It was very, very, very good. Very good. Very crowded. The the stage show. Yeah, we watched the very first one of the night, so I think that had something to do with it. Um, we also watched the first parade. We watched it from Frontierland, and yeah. that was fine. Um, you know, we had space. We got a good view. Um, and then the fireworks, you and I actually watched the fireworks partially from the People Mover, partially from Tomorrowland. Yes. And the fireworks were beautiful and it was nice not to be like in the crowd of people. Yes. Um, that was really nice. The crowds, speaking of, were so low at this point in the night that we rode the People Mover and then instead of getting off, they just let us stay on and ride again. Rode it again. <laughs> yeah. There was nobody in line. And we were like, can we just go again? She was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, okay, thank you. Um, and we had a blast. We had a great time. Because- I am kind of disappointed we didn't do pirates. Yeah. I am kind of disappointed. We didn't even walk over there, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we oh, we did. Over. Yeah, because yeah, we saw Jack Sparrow. But you wanted to do uh, Jingle Cruise. I did. Instead. I'm glad we did it. It was fun. Um, it's, eh, it's. I know you don't like the jungle. The yeah, jungle not the biggest fan. Um, no, I'm not a biggest fan of jungle, jungle cruise. Period. It's right, right. Yeah, just yeah. the jungle cruise in general. Yeah. Um, for me, growing up, when my family goes to Walt Disney World or Disneyland, that's the first attraction we do every time is the jungle cruise. So, um, that always has a special place for me. But the party was great. We got Jeff tried eggnog for the first time. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Good. Yeah, you enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and, you know, we got a lot of cookies, a lot of cocoa, a lot of... Um, We've still got those cookies. Do we? I was thinking about them today, and I yeah. was like, where are they? Yeah, I know where they are. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking them to work with me. No, I won't. Oh, no. They're mine. The snickerdoodles are my favorite of the parade. I mean, pirate. Sorry. Party cookies. Mm. Wow. Mm. Get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> the word it was right there <laughs> um and then the next day we did hollywood studios and we did a or the agents and i did a tour 
with a, our sister company called Magical Park Tours. And it's a non-Disney affiliated company with um, kind of a guide who will handle your Genie Plus for you. And, you know, kind of help you like strategize and say like, okay, you know, what are your priorities for the day? What attractions do you want to hit? Do you want to see a lot of characters? Do you want to ride a lot of coasters? What do you want to do um, at any of the four Disney theme parks and the two universal parks? And they will, you know, take you over to the attractions. They will handle making your Genie Plus reservations, your lightning lanes, they handle purchasing it, all of that for you. And um, it was so nice not to look at my phone. It really was. Um, and so I really, really enjoyed that service. Um, and I highly, highly recommend it. Um, especially if you were the person that is usually responsible for all of that for your family or the group that you're traveling with. It was just really nice. Because we had a group of six, eight, eight, I think. Um, and so they were able to handle everything for us. When usually, obviously, we're the people doing the planning and the the you know, button pushing and it was just nice. Um, you used Genie Plus for the first time. What did you think? Well, let, let me back up just a little bit because uh, while you were doing all the resorts and everything else, mm-hmm. um, I hung out at Polynesian <laughs> and didn't do anything. Amazing. Other than just sit there. Amazing. <laughs> like... I, I people watched. I walked around the resort. I mean, it just could not have been any more simple. And I made a necklace while I was there at the Polynesian. Yes. I got to make a, a Kukui necklace. Pick it and pick out the the the, the Kukui nuts myself. Well, the you, color that I want. Yeah, you've you wanted know? a Kukui nut necklace for a long time. Yeah. And. You always look at them, looking in the gift shop. And then this time when I was leaving to go meet up with the group after you and I had lunch, I saw them in the lobby and I called you and you're like, hello. I I walked away like, like maybe 12 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> I called like, what? them. Um, and I said, they're, they're doing an activity in the lobby and it's a make your own Kukui nut necklace. How much was the one in the gift shop? Um, 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 um I don't remember. No, I can't either. But this was twenty for an adult necklace. It's yes. fifteen for mm-hmm. kids, twenty for mm-hmm. adults. Yeah, and they had kukui nuts. They had painted ones with designs. They had the standard brown ones. They had ones that had been painted with different colors, and you can pick and mix and match and make your own. And so I called Jeff, and I'm like, "Hey, I was like, I think you should do this. I think this is awesome." Um, and you did while I was gone. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it matched your it, shirt. Yeah, yeah, it matched the shirt. Um, but I mean, that, 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 that that's what I did that day. The next day, so you were asked about Juni Plus. While Nicole was off doing her her thing, uh, I just had the park to myself. Not, I, I mean, by myself, but just me walking around, you know, and while they were doing their stuff. And as they were going to do off their first attraction, I headed straight for Rise of the Resistance. And Rise of the Resistance, right there at the beginning of the day, I waited 20 minutes, got on that attraction, got off that one, went to Single Rider over at Falcon for Smuggler's Run, walked directly onto that attraction, did not even wait but five minutes. 
and that was for pre-show type stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and did that attraction. Genie Plus for me starting off the morning was Slinky Dog. Mm-hmm. And so after that, I went over to Slinky Dog, did that. Now, this is where the day got interesting for me. For some odd reason, the My Disney Experience app and Disney Wi-Fi did not like each other. Oh, the Wi-Fi was awful that at day. At all. So what happened was, because of that, My Disney Experience logged me out of the app completely. And I could not remember what my password was. Now, of course, you can say, hey, I forgot my password. Send me an email and I'll click the link, create a new one. The problem was my email address was for my work email. Which you can't get into from your cell phone. Exactly. And I had asked Disney to change this a couple of years ago and they never did it. I never realized that. So all of a sudden I'm logged out. I can't use my Genie Plus. I can't leave the park and get back in because I'm logged out of the app and all this other stuff. So I had to call uh, Disney while I was there in Hollywood Studios and spoke with tech support on this. And immediately right off the bat, about a 10-minute phone call, and this cast member, she had everything done, completed, all my lists of friends in the My Disney Experience app, all the, the different passes that I had. Everything was combined to the email that I wanted. Not the one that they had decided to keep, you know, before. Everything was done. No problem. She was fantastic. Her name is Greta Joy. Oh, I was trying to find it. Yeah. Her her name is Greta Joy, and she works over there tech support, you know, for email and all that other stuff for the app and everything else for Disney. So if you talk to Greta, she's fantastic. Thank you, Greta. I appreciate that. Um, but otherwise, you know, getting to do your attraction, and then as soon as you do your attraction book another genie plus and then you've got another one set up and everything else it kind of nice kind of nice i just don't like having constantly look at my phone and that's the other thing that kind of really bothered me throughout the day i still did tower of terror i did rock and roll the coaster stuff like that but I, i as i walk around as i'm standing in queues and everything else people's heads are just buried in their phones Mm -hmm. just buried and I think to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all of what Disney Imagineers have done around you. Put your phone down. But Disney hasn't allowed you to put your phone down. Right. Because you've got to have it in your hand to do everything. When I was buying your Genie Plus, we were in the car on the way to the park. And I'm like, do you want it? You're like, I don't know. I was like, you have four minutes. Tell me <laughs> yeah. if you want Genie Plus yeah. right now. <laughs> because it was like 656. I'm like, I have to purchase it in in the next four minutes to be able to get yeah, your attraction because yeah. you were driving. You're like, okay, okay. And so, you know, the, the Genie Plus worked out for us afterwards because we went to Epcot afterwards mm-hmm. that afternoon and got in for an attraction on that and it worked out just fine. Right, so before noon, you rode Rise, Millennium Falcon, um, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Slinky Dog. All before noon. Right, yeah. The one that you didn't get to do was Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. right. But otherwise, I mean, you hit all the the big players. That was a successful morning. So we'll talk about our uh, afternoon at Epcot's after we get done with the break. And uh, some other things we're going to talk about right here on DW60. 
50 years of magic has transformed the entire Walt Disney World Resort into the world's most magical celebration. Have big fun being small in the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and feel the unifying magic of Disney music in the new nighttime spectacular, Harmonious. Come celebrate today. Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Disney vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com. DW60 Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you once again. Hope you're having a fantastic day and getting your Christmas and holiday shopping done like this weekend. Unlike us, we haven't done anything. We have done zero nothing. shopping. We We've done even, nothing. We don't even have a tree up. No. <laughs> I think that's changing tonight. But um, the holiday season just goes by so quickly. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're back from vacation. Now we have three weeks left. Yeah. We're going through our days at the Walt Disney World Resort after our Royal Caribbean cruise. And in the afternoon, as we transitioned over to Epcot, um, again, we mentioned how, gosh, you know, people are just on their phones, on their phones, on mm-hmm. their phones. I, I did notice a little bit of the update on construction um, for Moana. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun uh, to get to see. Just, you know, it kind of being built up a little bit. Uh, Epicot still looks the way it has for the past couple of years. You know, it's a, walls. Walcott. It, walls and dirt. You know, that's all it is. Walcott. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, we did get to go on. Um, we did not do Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday edition. And it's mainly because we just don't like the music. Yeah, we don't like the song. That they're playing right now for this this holiday overlay, and and Nicole said it best. If I'm gonna do the attraction for the first time, I want the music I'm supposed to have, and because I've already done it, and I got to experience that. She wanted that, so she did not ride Guardians of the Galaxy while we were there. But we did do Soren. We did uh, the land with a holiday overlay. That was awesome. We spent a lot of time with a friend while we were there at Epcot that we met yeah. up with, and um. Went over and had a quick snack in the World Showcase. Had this tuna that was just... Oh, the salmon. Lomi, oh, salmon. Lomi salmon. Yeah, the salmon. I said tuna. It was salmon. So good. It oh, was. Golly gee whiz, it was so good. Um, if he hadn't recommended it, he said this was like his favorite item. Yeah. Right? Of the whole yeah. festival. If he had not recommended it, I would not have picked raw salmon from a theme park kiosk <laughs> right. as my first choice. Yeah. Sketchy, right? Yeah. No, it was delicious. It was phenomenal. <laughs> so good. And um, walked over to Japan. I got my traditional and uh, snack that I always... Some type of a snack that I get from Japan. And uh, yeah. then we went to Germany, had a beer. Yeah, you both got fish, shrimp chips. Yeah. Walked over to Germany, sat down, and just drank a beer. And I think we sat there for, what, an hour, hour and a half, two At hours? Least, yeah. Roundabout. Did not go anywhere else. Just chatting. Just sitting and, and just talking. So nice. Something we don't do enough of while we're at Disney. And to get to do it with him, which is something, again, that we've had an opportunity to do very much of, it was really nice. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. 
And then afterwards, we got back together with all of your co-workers, and we had dinner over at the beer garden. Now, if you recall, back for Memorial Day weekend this year, we went to the beer garden for lunch, and we walked away very disappointed. Yeah. Very disappointed. And we said to ourselves, it's going to be a while before we go back again. But, you know... You guys decided that you wanted to do beer garden for lunch, for dinner. Mm-hmm. And both of us were kind of, okay, well, that's what we'll do. How was it this time? Way better. Way better. Way yeah. better. Yeah. So much better. I don't know what I changed. I was so relieved because, you know, beer garden is up there with Boma. It's like our top two, probably, yeah, like in the top three yeah. favorites. Yeah. Up there with Boma, 1900 Park Fair, like places we really sit, you know, Table service we really love. Yeah. And so we were so disappointed when we, like, just really weren't thrilled with the, just the quality of the food. It wasn't the service, you know, the show, anything like that. It was the quality of the food. And so this trip, you know, we went and got our food and we sat down and we're like, okay, so much better. I was, so maybe, better. was it the fact that maybe people from Germany were cooking it? Yeah, I don't know. Cultural or, or, representatives are back. Yeah, because they're back there. So I'm thinking probably, you know, cooks and chefs and everything are back as well. Know what they're doing. I, I don't know. It was just better. Well, and we said when we ate for lunch, we were the first seat, like one of the first, probably within 30 minutes at the restaurant opening. So I don't know if that had anything yeah, to do so with it. Yeah, so you say that, but I think about it and I say, then if I'm one of the first coming out there, that should be the freshest of all the food. Right. Because it was just prepared. Yeah, but you don't know, was it like prepared and sitting under a hot plate? I nah, feel like when it's busy it. at like dinner time, like we were there, nah, you know, they're like so. consistently putting out fresh food. So I don't know. Uh, I think, and, and we've, we've experienced this before. If you're at the tail end of, you know, that type of a buffet, you get the stuff that's been sitting out for a while and, this, and, and it doesn't taste very good. I don't think that was the case with that. It's just bad. It's just bad. This was good. This was good, though. So we had... We had the table service. I mean, the we had family style too when we were there in September for the wedding, and um, that was different too. I think this is by far since the parks have reopened been our best beer garden experience, and this was probably our is a third time or fourth time since it's reopened, at least third if not fourth, and I think it was by far our best experience that we've had there. You know, no matter how many times we've been since the parks reopened, however many times it has been, I'm saying that's that's the best. This, this was the third time. Okay, it was a third. Yeah, and I think it was the best. I think I, I would I'm say. pretty sure I'm right on that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking either third or fourth. I can't remember. Yeah, but and yeah. we we didn't do uh, harmonious. We didn't do it. Didn't didn't no. even watch it. Nope. Didn't have a desire to watch it. No. I saw it already. Yep. I, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> And so we'll we'll see when there's a new show, hopefully yeah. in April. So we like we walked out and um, we walked over to Spaceship Earth, you know, by the entrance, and we sat there for a few minutes and just soaked in the atmosphere, and then we left. You yeah, know? and that was it. That was okay. I mean, yeah, we walked through Creation Shop for a yeah. second. We went on living. Well, that's when we went on the land. The overlikes. I wanted to see it at night. Yeah, and then we watched Spaceship Earth, the show, and and went home. So it was a nice, chill night at Epcot. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's our trip. That's what we did. Right. We just did it backwards. That's all. Yeah. 
So now we know that we need to go, 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 go in a couple days at Disney and then get on a cruise and relax. We've learned now. <laughs> yeah, it's the way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, uh, you know what we forgot? What? The night before we got on the cruise, we went and ate a polite pig. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. Delicious. Yeah. Great meal. Delicious. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so we took we kind of took a while talking about the trip. So we're going to go through a, few, a couple of news items. I am delaying emails for another time. Okay. Because uh, we're short on time. You have a couple of things to talk about. I have a couple of things to talk about. And we have a birthday. Yes. So let's go ahead and go through that real fast. I did want to share. I thought it was, um, you know, they do the Spotify wrapped. Um, and I wanted to share because we got our, our the shows Spotify wrapped. And, oh, my gosh, my screen is freaking out. I'm sorry. Um, but so Spotify wrapped, if you're not familiar, if you use Spotify, it gives you like a like a summary of the year of what you listened to, you know, artists, how much you listened to them, how much time you spent listening to them, you know, how many minutes you listened to them and, and all kinds of stuff like that. But we... As a podcast that is on Spotify, we received a Spotify wrapped as well of our statistics of the show, um, how many people listen to us, how many new followers, how many minutes, you know, we, we um, uploaded this year, I think it was a little over 2,300 minutes, <laughs> um, and I think it was like 38 episodes. So that was pretty cool. But they shared two um, statistics with us, which were really, really cool to see. And I wanted to share it with you guys because without you, it doesn't happen. Um, and I think the best part of this is this is just on Spotify. You know, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, like all these other places as well. But this was on Spotify. We were in the top 15% of most followed podcasts. And our podcast was in the top 30% of most shared globally. So that was really, really, really cool. And we just really appreciate you listening and following and sharing the show because it really, really does make a difference for us. And those are statistics that, um, you know, help us grow the show. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And now on to the news, the part that you came to listen for, the part that you've been listening um, all year and sharing with your friends. We did just like a, a couple important pieces of news, but not long pieces of news. So rapid fire. We talked about Genie Plus earlier, but Disney did announce a update to Genie Plus this week. They said that Lightning Lane reservations will be able to be modified by guests. You'll be able to modify your return time window as well as modify your party size if it's available. Currently, well, it updated yesterday at Disneyland and I haven't heard if it's at Disney World maybe today um, but you will need to update your app to receive this new feature but currently you'd have to cancel your lightning lane reservation to see what else was available if there was a different time for that attraction if you needed to add somebody something like that this new update you'll be able to there's little three dots on the right side and you'll be able to click on that and simply modify your existing lightning lane reservation rather than having to cancel and rebook and potentially what? losing the one you already had. <laughs> Why didn't they do this from the beginning? Right? 
right. What in the world? <laughs> you know, you can do that with dining. You could do that with Fast Pass. Why could you not do that with Lightning Lane? What executive with top level college education finally figured out the, the fact that, hey, we should let them modify instead of cancel. Like you couldn't even see. I mean, come on. Alternative times that were available Jeez. if you had it booked in the past. So this is why th- this system is horrible. This was a much needed upgrade. <laughs> so glad to see that being rolled out. And yeah. I'm glad to see them updating Genie Plus, you know, like adding necessary features, hopefully improving it as they Hopefully go. getting rid of it soon. <laughs> um, Disney uh, did officially announce that Walt did the Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World will be closing January 23rd. The last day of operations will be the 22nd. So the 23rd will be the first day that it's closed. And this only applies to Walt Disney World, not Disneyland. They don't have a timeline yet. They have shared in the past that Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to be reopening um, late 2024 or opening late 2024. So they'll be closing early 2023. And it sounds like they'll have probably... I'd venture two full years to complete this retheme. But we did finally get a date, which is kind of what we thought would be happening. Typically, Splash Mountain goes down for refurbishment mid-January anyways. So it makes sense that this is when they would just close the attraction. It is what it is, folks. It is. That's it. And there ain't no petition you can sign online to stop it. No, you can can submit those things all day long. And you can get as many signatures as you want. But guess what? Disney does not care no. how many signatures you have. It's still happening. It is. So that's that. And I'm excited. <laughs> you know what? I am going to be really honest. I probably will not ride the new attraction. What? But never it, mind. it's cool. <laughs> I, I, I still don't like what they're doing. I, th- I still think something should have gone over on Tom Sawyer Island. I'll throw that out there. But they want to do this, do it. I don't care. It has nothing to do I'll with check it out. Splash I don't care. Mountain or Princess and the Frog. You just think that the attraction could have been rethemed better. Yeah. <laughs> or Sienna could have been used better somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. Because right. it just doesn't work for that area. But hey, it, it is what it is. And that's just how the cookie crumbles. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> that's okay. We've seen, you know, we saw minivans when we were down at Walt Disney World. They're popping up more and more often, becoming more and more frequent around the park. There were a lot of minivans this last time. There were. Wow. I was shocked, really, Mm -hmm. because they're more expensive. They are. And you book them just through the regular Lyft app. Um, But you can select a minivan. But Disney did confirm that minivan um, airport service is going to be returning. So instead of just currently, you can only take the minivans around Walt Disney World property. But um, minivan service between Walt Disney World and um, Orlando International Airport is going to be returning previously, pre-pandemic. One-way airport service in a minivan was one fifty-five, and it is now one ninety-nine <laughs> for a one-way. Oh trip. my gosh! And wow! And currently, it's only available for guests staying in club level oh. at resorts. Oh. Um, so you can book that at your Disney Signature Services, like your concierge at the club level. They'll be able to take that care of that for you. 
um, if it expands to all guests. I don't know if that's maybe like an availability issue. Like they don't want a ton of minivans going back and forth to the airport and not being available on property. That's why it's only available to club guests. Uh, but yeah. uh, no, because that I'll tell you what it is. That's JPEG. So Iger, fix it. <laughs> fix it. $200. <laughs> fix it, Bob. Two. I mean, you could get a literal limo for less than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And your kids would think it's way cooler. Oh, yes. You look very cool. Yeah. Can you imagine if you have, you know, 8, 10, 12-year-olds? Not 8, 10, 12-year-olds. But if you had an 8, you know, 8-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, somewhere around there, and you have a limo pull up, like, you're the coolest. So like If it were 8, eight 10. 10-year-olds, I would take the minivan <laughs> just so I wouldn't have to ride with them. <laughs> like, okay? 8, 10-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Heck yeah. Like a birthday party. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I mean, that driver would see all of those kids, you know, and be like, oh, my. Is this a daycare? <laughs> no, you know what that is? If you see that, if that's you a see, nightmare. If you see eight 10 year olds at Walt Disney World, uh, that is a cheerleading squad. Oh, God. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, man. And the last bit of information that I wanted to share with you this week, Jeff does have a little bit more, is that the refurbishment on the pirate rooms at Disney's Caribbean Beach is well underway. And Disney shared some first looks this week, or last week, um, at some of the rethemed rooms. And they look lovely. They look bright. Um, somebody commented on our post and said that they look corporate. I don't think so. Um but they do have corporate. Yeah. Okay. They feel like corporate generic. Um, I no. don't think so. I personally really enjoy them. It looks like they have a ton of space, which is really nice. Um, they're similar. Um, you know, if you think of Pop Century or the Value Resorts, where they have that second bed that pulls down over the table. These rooms have a second bed that pulls down over a couch. So if you're not using that bed, you also have a large couch to sit on okay um plus they still they have a fifth sleeper so they have a single sleeper so they have two i don't know if it's two full size or two queen size beds and then they have a fifth like single bed as well so this does not look corporate to me no <laughs> i don't know where that and then if you keep, keep keep scrolling you can see the pictures there's a lot of um really subtle little mermaid touches it kind of reminds me how they incorporated um moana into the new rooms of the polynesian um a little less than that that was more like wallpaper and stuff but um similar vibe like similar subtle touches um just like enhance the room in my opinion what i'm seeing are these smiling faces on these cast members yeah, they look happy. They like extremely. This this picture must have been taken after Bob Iger came back to the company. They look so happy. We heard from a lot of cast members <laughs> that they were thrilled. Yeah, they were. Yeah, like yeah. very vocal about it, and that was really cool. I even heard Bob Paycheck come out of a of a, a cast, cast member's member. mouth. You know, <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay, you're happy about that. Yeah. So, yeah, this place looks great. It doesn't look corporate though. No. One thing that I want to mention real quick before we get to uh, our birthday. This oh, week. I didn't have a rumor. Oh, did I delete the birthday stuff? I did. You del- you've had it on here? Ah, uh, crud. I'd have to reload it. Okay, real quick. <laughs> this oh, is, the music. Yeah, the music. Oh, okay. This show has been full of gremlins. So let me just tell you that. Okay, <laughs> so 
back to the whole Bob Iger, Bob Chapek thing. There's a lot of rumors going around right now. A whole bunch of them. But a lot of people are focusing on, you know, who, of course, who might be the next CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Because, you know, Bob Iger's only around for two years. Going to be finishing up in 2024, late 2024, probably November, December time frame. So the word is right now is that the CFO, McCarthy? Christine. Yeah. yeah. The rumor is, is that she is the front runner to get this job. Just a rumor, okay? The crazy thing is, is that this is the same person that talked about people's waistlines and reducing the amount of food available in the parks and stuff like quick service. Not a good look. Everything else. That This was during an investor's call. A lot of people got extremely upset with her for, you know, saying things like this and talking to people in that manner. Mm-hmm. And for her name to start automatically, I mean, it's very early in the game right now. Very, very early. But for her name to come out first like that, it bothered me a little bit. Other name that comes up, of course, you know, tomorrow. Granted. Oh, and so, you know, we you talked know, about with Josh that he's missing some experience. Does she have that all of the necessary experience? Well, think? I don't... Th- <laughs> The interesting part about this is, if she were to be chosen, she would be the first female CEO of the Disney company. That's a big deal. It is, it's but a very that big deal. Does not well, make on. her qualified. Hold on, let me okay, finish. Sorry. Let me finish. The other part about this is going right off what you have just said. Mm-hmm. I feel is she's the chief financial officer. Not that she has not had other positions in the company. Right. But I honestly don't believe that McCarthy has a creative bone in her body. Okay? Another money person. Another money person. I, I'm afraid it would be another data-driven person. And not that Josh DeMauro has all of the creativeness in the world. But I want another CEO like Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner was the creative CEO that Disney needed to pull the Disney company out of just turmoil. Who knew that in 2022 we would long for the days of Seriously, Michael Seriously, I'm not kidding here. <laughs> the, the man was, creatively, the man was a genius. There was another financial aspect of the company that another person took over. It was a balanced between him and this other guy. I can't remember what his name was. He it was very balanced. passed away in a... He was killed accident. in a car crash. Oh. A helicopter crash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was hiking. Yeah. But Michael Eisner just had that creative niche. And he created MGM Studios and so much more. And, and it's what we enjoy at Disney today. We need that again. McCarthy is not that. She's not... I hate to say that because having the first female CEO would be fantastic. But... I, I just don't think she's the best fit. I, I don't know. Up, I looked up her history to see, you know, what experience she has. She came from the banking industry and she was a CFO at a bank up until 2000. In 2000, she became the treasurer of Disney. And then in 2015, she was appointed as the CFO. So that's all she's done since she's been at Disney is be the CFO. She doesn't have experience in. I don't want her. The parks, <laughs> I the don't media, want her. no, Mm-mm. like only the financial side of it. And granted, she's on the board, 
you know, she is involved in a lot of different areas, but I don't think that's enough. Even though we, we did mention that Josh has not held all the positions that he needs to. Within that two-year time, like, you know, the media and entertainment portion of the Disney company, he hasn't had anything to do with as far as uh, Disney Plus, the movies, and so forth. He needs that. They move him in, into that position. We talked about this on the lot show. They move him there. That's your new CEO right there. Guarantee it. Because a financial person is not the answer for the entire Disney company. There has to be a balance. Josh has a little bit of that creative creativeness that we need, much like Bob Iger did. He had the balance of creativeness and financial, the business aspect. Can you see the chat on no. Instagram? My brother is on here. He's like, I forget how good Josh's oh, voice is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. You've got to have a balance. McCarthy is not that. That's all I got for this week. I, so I looked up Josh's work history with Disney. Um, for the first 10 years, um, he had different leadership positions. He was the vice president of sales and travel trade marketing. He's also the director of business planning and strategy development. It's there. Then before Christine, he was the CFO of Disney Consumer Products Licensing. Um, in 2010, he was promoted to the vice president of adventures by Disney. And then in 13, he was the VP of Animal Kingdom. Like, he's been all over. Um, C- CCO of the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, then he was yeah. president of Disneyland. <laughs> like, all kinds of stuff. He's just missing a small portion. Yeah, the, small the, portion. the streaming media, ABC, Hulu, all of that side of it. All of that stuff. Which is the direction that the company is focusing on. So I think it's really, really important for him to have experience in that. And, and, and Bob likes Josh. Yeah. He, I, he really likes him. And we've seen pictures, you know, of them walking around Disneyland, chatting. I just, man, I would love to be the person walking behind them, just kind of eavesdropping just a little bit. See what they say. Do you want to hear my rumor for the week? Oh, yeah. Tell me. My rumor. So I've heard this a couple different places. I've heard vloggers talk about it. I've seen it posted in Facebook groups online. I have seen that cast members have been telling guests that soon... After 2 p.m., you will not need to scan into your first park to be able to go to a different park that day. You will still need a park reservation, but but it doesn't have to be. You could have a park reservation for Animal Kingdom, and then after 2 p.m., you can just go straight to Hollywood Studios without having to go to Animal Kingdom first. I don't think that solves anything. I, it helps, I think. I, I don't even think it helps. And it would make sense because that's how it is at Disneyland. At this point, there is no reason why I can't go to Magic Kingdom, ride Carousel of Progress, leave Magic Kingdom, and go straight to Hollywood Studios. You cannot sit here and tell me that the reservation system is simply for data. That's not the case anymore. They're not doing that anymore. You can do that with just pinging you know, at the entrance with your magic band. They so, can use that. Don't it's and it's not crowd driven either to control crowds. I don't know what they're doing. So you're saying you think all park hopping restrictions should be lifted. Absolutely they should. Yes. Yeah, I think that is 100%. the first change that 
Iger should make. I think it's probably the easiest change to make. And I think that would have a huge impact on guest experience positively. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. Here's the thing. Yeah. Bob Iger, 2023, within the first three to four months, you need to do something amazing for Disney Park guests. Mm -hmm. You need to change something that has been implemented that you know is not working out for guests. They're not happy with you. need to change something. One of them has to be park hopping. Mm -hmm. That has to happen. I agree. Even if it's like moved to like 11 or 12. It, no, no, I'm not going to, I will not accept 11 or 12. No, it has to be normal park hopping. I do it whatever time I want to. I if, would accept 12. You know, I can enter Magic <laughs> Kingdom at nine, at 9.01, I can go straight over to Epcot. It does not he, need to have a restriction on it whatsoever. So, that's just, that's just my two cents. <laughs> that's my two cents. That was it's, my rumor, a, so I've yeah. heard that's coming. We'll see. We'll see. What's our birthday this week? We got a birthday. It says, hey, Jeff and Nicole. Hey. Hey. Hey now. I would like to wish my beautiful wife, Kim, an early happy birthday. <laughs> Her birthday is on the 11th. She's a big fan of your show and loves all things Disney. Unfortunately, this year we will be in Ohio and not down at the parks for her birthday. Her favorite ride is the Tower of Terror. She loves to stay at the Polynesian or Wilderness Lodge and her happy place. Oh, and is shopping. She likes to shop at any location on property. I am right there with you. Okay. Okay. Right there with you. Oh, goodness, Mike. I feel for you, man. Right there. Um, and she would probably like to be sipping a Huckleberry Punch as part of her birthday celebration. Okay. I think we talked about this before. That is from Geyser Point, right? I believe so. We were so. like, that's delicious. We have to yeah. try it. Yeah. Um, he said, I'm also sure that a Dole Whip and a visit to Ohana would be included in the celebration as well. Cool. He said, happy birthday. Love you from your husband, Mike. All righty then. Happy birthday, Kim. Kim, happy birthday. You get a heck yeah. And sparkles too. I had a moment when you first started reading that email. Yeah. Where he said, I'd like to wish my beautiful wife, Kim, an early happy birthday. And I had my Wheel of Fortune moment. Do you want to tell them what that is? No. Whenever they, people talk about their spouses oh or they talk gosh. about their kids, yes, you They're should like, tell them. My beautiful wife and my lovely children. And Jeff's like, just for once, I want them to be like my awful, rude wife and my misbehaving, you know, little snot-nosed children. He's like, I just want him to say it just once. It just wants to be like, I'm on here because I'm getting divorced and I need to win money because my wife is terrible or my husband is terrible or He's like, they got to pay for all these dang kids. Everybody's family is always just lovely and wonderful (laughs) and, you know, just rainbows and unicorns. They don't have to be serious about it, but Jeff's like, I just want him to say it. Just one time. Just just one time. Not to say that Kim is not No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But I just had that moment, you know. I was wondering why you were laughing. Yeah. It just just popped in there. I don't know. Yeah. Every time we watch it, he's like, I just want him to say it. Just one time. Just one time. Kim, happy birthday. Hope you have a fantastic birthday. Anybody else that's celebrating a birthday out there, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Nikki, I love birthdays. Me too. (laughs) And guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Come on, everybody. Time to sing. 
Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. That's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio. SRSounds.com. And that sound means it is the end of our show. And we want to thank everybody for joining us for DW60 this week to find out what's been happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, if you need to get in contact with us, there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. Tell them how. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. We chat live during the show Friday mornings over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord channel. You can find us, let's see where else. Oh, you can send us an email, DW60 at srsounds.com. Or even better, you can call and leave us a voicemail at 408 408- 909 DW60. That's 408-909-3960. Just call and test it just to see if it works. You can send us text messages too, but voicemails are the best. Voicemails are the best. I love voicemails. Just call and see if it works. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just humor me. We won't answer, I promise. No, we're not going to answer. Don't it. freak out. Yeah. So even if you like call, <laughs> leave a voicemail and you mess up, just call back and leave another voicemail. Yeah. It's fine. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Or the other thing I heard someone do the other day that you can do with this number is you can take a voice memo on your phone and then text us the voice memo. Oh, okay. That, that works too. That way you too. can like I, rehearse if you're nervous I'll or take whatever. It. I'll yeah, take it. that works too. If you didn't get to catch all the show, check out the replay tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time for you Sorcerer Radio listeners. The show is also available on demand via the Sorcerer Radio app, so you can check that out anytime along with all the other shows that you hear right here on Sorcerer Radio. Podcast people, guess what? I love you people, and I love the fact that you rate the show, you comment on the show, and you share the show. Keep that going because 2022 has been fantastic, and we want to keep it going in 2023 as well. Patreon people, I sure hope that you enjoyed the uh, lenses that I sent you guys during my day at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, I will continue to do that as we go to the parks more and do other things. But hey, if you want to join us on Patreon, please do help support the show. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. DW60's Music Row is coming up next for you Sorcerer Radio listeners, so stick around. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com, and we hope that you have a magical day.